Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey everybody, it's a dog's life with Angela Ardolino and I'm really excited um, about my guest today because I feel like if I had known this woman when I was, um, well, I mean, we're probably the same age, but let's say we weren't and I had known that this was even an option in my life, I'd probably be doing what you're doing because I communicate much better with animals than I do with human beings. So um, I am excited. My guest today is Liz Murdoch. She is an animal communicator. Wait, did I get that right? An yeah. educator. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am all about doing what you love and what you're passionate about. And it's so funny because, gosh, I didn't even know this was an option. So I want to know how the heck did you know that you could communicate with animals? And then how did you go? I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do this as a career. I mean, this is my passion. I'm going to do this and I'm going to make a living out of it. Tell me. Okay. Well, first off, thank you for having me. You bet. Second, it's not too late. You can still do this. And so that's something I really want everyone to know that it's not too late. So how did I know? I've known since I was in kindergarten and, and I could understand a dog. I just never thought anything of it. It's like any parent you know, as their child grows up or a person will look back and and say, oh, now it all makes sense. So for me, I didn't know. I went to grad school at Columbia University to study education. I wanted to make documentaries and educational videos to teach about whatever. I just wanted to work with kids and educate and I liked international and I never thought anything about teaching about dogs. So my, my life went on. I was a dog lover. I worked with dogs. I had done dog training. I was little. I won the dog award. I had a moment doing dog therapy with a dog, you know, as we jump around and try different things in our life. And I do remember looking at my dog thinking, wow, I know what exactly he's thinking. I know I can look at him and I know whether it's a difference between I'm done working. I want to go to the bathroom. I'm thirsty. I just knew by looking at him. But I still didn't think anything was different that I was talking to dogs or understanding. I moved to LA and I started soul searching because I missed my job evaluating dogs for a rescue. And when someone misses a job or a passion in their life, and I had three dogs of my own, but it was, it was like, it was still not the same. It was this yearning inside of me. So I hunted around, I talked to different rescues. They needed fosters. They needed work the booth. And I was like, no, I want to talk to the dogs. And they sort of looked at me and I was like, uh, how am I going to do this? So I ended up at an animal communication class. And I think that was fate. It was just an intro. And I was like, I'm going to do that. But what happened is when they passed the picture to look at dogs, like oh, the partner switch pictures, I just started streaming information. And I was like, oh, and your dog wants you to know this. And I, it was, it was natural, but I continued studying it more like I got books and I I took some more classes and in doing that, I would practice with people for free and I would get home. I'd go to my neighbors and they, I would get texts like 
with someone's picture, hi, can you tell me what my cat's thinking? Can you tell me what my, and I was like, who is this? How did they get my name? But the neighbor had told nine people. And I was like, oh, gosh. I, and people said, you could charge for this. You can make a lot of money for this. And I was like, really? And then it, that's how it started. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this as a business. And then I was sheepish because as you said, you never heard of it. And I just followed the stepping stones. And now I'm like, I love what I'm doing and I'm making a business of this. I, that's awesome. So I do communicate with them and I use it in my businesses all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I first worked with kids first. And I remember when, well, first of all, I worked with animals first, but I never had a dog. It wasn't allowed to have a dog growing up, but I was allowed to have anything that I could keep outside. So mm -hmm. I had, um, my first business, I was a magician. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> so I had doves and rabbits and, um, and then we lived on a canal. And so I had ducks and any other, anything that would, you know, be with me. And I come home every day from school and went right out there, um, practiced medicine out there, sometimes successfully, sometimes not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but all the elements are there, your different interests. All I would do is sit there and watch them. I would know, I would figure out what they were thinking, what they were doing, test myself, whatever. But nobody ever, like, I remember telling my mom, I think I want to be a vet. And she goes, no, you don't. You'll have to put dogs down. And I'm like, okay. So that's kind of like how I got shoved yes. down, but I always loved them. But I ended mm -hmm. up going into starting my first um, official business as an adult was a nonprofit organization for kids. And mm -hmm. it was um, theater was the instrument that I used to get kids to, you know, get out of their shell and right. have fun and be creative. But people would go, how do you do it? How do you get these kids to whatever? And I'm like, uh, and I realized that I also treat animals the same way. Exactly. That they're capable of anything, mm -hmm. that I'm not judging them, that I'm not above them. I'm not aggressive. I'm open to feel and hear. And I really, so I do. So lately I have been, I have been getting pissed off when I tell somebody you need to do this, this, and this, and they don't do it assholes is what, what I call them. And mm -hmm. then they come back and they go, I'm still having a problem. I'm like, I already told you what to do. And you're not, not listening to me. And I'm like, what do I have to do to prove to you that I know what your dog needs? She's telling me. And literally mm -hmm. I've started doing it with friends. I'll go right now. She wants water, right? They want but fresh water a lot. People are like, I didn't know a fresh well, what's the difference? There's a huge difference. You give a, a bowl of fresh water, your dog will take a drink of it. They're like, oh, wow, she was thirsty. And they'll go, it's the water's, the water bowl's filled. And I go, but it's something's in it or it's gross or right. someone else drank out of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I go, you know, I'm like, do you want to bet? Do you want to bet $100 that I'm going to go clean the bowl out, refill it, and she's going to drink out of it? And guess what? They do. <laughs> they do. So, I don't need to be convinced that this is real. Um, if I didn't think it was real, I probably wouldn't have you on here. Right, I'm right. sure other people would think it was fun to, to go, okay, let's talk to the crazy lady, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's happened, but um, mm. I don't think that way. I totally get it. I totally communicate with all of my animals and I happen to be better with some 
you know, ducks and birds because I've been doing it since I was a kid. Right. Just didn't right. know it was a thing. It is. So a thing. I love your story. So I want to know, um, like when you were young, not that you're not young now, but when you first started, what was like the first, I'm sure you had to, you had this opportunity to make a change or tell someone what was going on who didn't believe you and mm -hmm. you proved you got to prove yourself to somebody and made them a believer. Tell me that story. Well, the, I think the one that struck me the most was a podcast episode where I reached out. So you start, as anyone may know who starts a business, whether it's a lemonade sale and you need signs or an adult who says, I'm going to do it, you have to advertise. And so network and all that. So I found a woman on LinkedIn who is a blogger. And I thought, oh, well, I'll invite her dog and maybe she'll like, blog about me and I'm trying to grow and network. So I did. And I don't look up anything about dogs before. I don't want to know. I said, don't tell me anything about your dog. So anyway, so she was all up for it. She, Katie Cable, she does the weekly run. So we met at a, a studio in LA and she brought her dog and, and we hadn't talked. We just did it all over LinkedIn and messaging and she showed up, she drove and she's up for anything. So we sit down and we get started talking and she says, it's in the podcast. I got to tell you, I'm a skeptic and I just want you to know, I don't think in this stuff, but I'm open. And I'm like, okay, I love skeptics. Let's go. So she what, puts her dog I don't mean to interrupt, but what must be fun is that it doesn't matter if she's a skeptic because you're working with the dog. Yeah, I don't care. And, and the dog's point, not a skeptic. The dog's going, oh my no. gosh, this lady knows what I... And I can, I can tell which animals are chatty. So I, that will be, I will say I could tell her dog was chatty by the, the picture she posted. So we start talking and I say you know, I do, I tell her, I have a method I, I do. I tune in with the dog and I start telling her she gets choked up and starts crying. And she goes, she couldn't talk at certain points during the episode because I was telling things. And she says this in, in the podcast, she says, I am telling, you are telling me things that I've never, ever shared. And I was telling her, for instance, I, her dog was very sick when she adopted the dog. And it was one of those things. She went to the shelter and she wanted dog A, but dog B was the one that kept jumping out at her and she couldn't walk away without getting Olive. So she got Olive. Well, then she got home and it turned out Olive was sick and more sick. But Olive kept telling me things like, well, I knew we'd get through it. I want people to know that just because a dog is sick today, it might be all better in five days. It's very treatable on and on. So this is the story. She's wiping back here. She has become such a supporter. Whenever I post throwback Thursday on the podcast, she's there saying this changed our lives. Aww. And what's interesting is that the dog is telling me that it wanted to, it was happy that it was with her because they can share the dog's story. Like these dogs have a mission. And I, I love that. And I, I had did a session the other day with a dog and it was a private session. And I always end with, what does your dog want you to know? And it's my favorite part because it's so random and weird. And so this one dog says, I really like the flash cameras. And I'm like, okay. And the woman starts laughing. She goes, you know, she was just hired last week to be a model. She's never done it. And I said, well, she loves it. She wants to do more. And it starts unfolding. And I wish we had used it as an episode because it's so funny, but the dog Instagram is growing. She's a model. We're now doing a cooking episode this afternoon. Oh and it's my just, gosh. 
It's so those sessions where just random things come out, but it makes a shift in the relationship, whether the dog and the person, a skeptic turns around, or like this woman is now taking this dog's Instagram seriously, Layla, the black lab. And she's having so much fun with it. So I love when people, it makes a shift um, like that. I love it. So we're going to actually two to answer your question. That's a thin. Those were beautiful answers. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Okay, it's a dog's life and we're back and we're talking about um, communicating with our animals. Do you have tips for pet parents to be able to, I, I mean, I, at my shop the other day, I, I just started testing it. Dogs, I don't know, nothing. It's, it's kind of like the same thing with kids. I just was like, okay, what am I doing different that other people are doing differently? That why do they listen to me? Why do I not have any troubles? Why? And what is it? Same thing with dogs. Um, so I really started paying attention and of course, testing it. And right. I, I have a boarding and grooming business and my favorite place to be is in the bathing room. <laughs> 
it's the ugliest, hottest, loudest, but um, I love bathing the dogs and that's where most of them are. And, you know, some dogs hate being dried, so they get air dried, so they sit in a kennel with some fans on them. And I'll be washing a dog and they'll be behind me. And it's usually a big dog. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if I can figure out what these dogs want. <clears throat> when one is just staring at me and barking at me. And I'm like, okay, I think this one wants to go outside. So I take him outside and immediately takes the biggest poo you've ever seen in your life. And I'm like, yes, bring him back in. Goes, gets groomed. Next one comes, barks at me, take him outside. Same thing. Now, I know that the odds are uh, up because scared poopies coming into the groom grooming facility happen all the time. So I know that if they don't go immediately out, sometimes they'll do it in the lobby and sometimes somebody forgets and they end up there and they haven't made their scared poop yet. So, um, but the fact that two happened and then... A third one comes and does it and I ignore him. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens if I ignore him. And then I realize the dog's gone. Oh gosh, I forgot to see what happened. And then I see someone carrying the tray out with the big poo on it because I didn't listen and I ignored him. And then he ended up doing it. Mm -hmm. I know what all my dogs are saying to me um, even better because if you do pay attention, they will. Just if you pay attention, if they get up and leave the room. You right. know, are they going yeah. to the door? And I know you can train them to ring a bell. I mean, mine, Odie, my soul, my soul dog, baby dog, he, he asks for everything. And it's grunts mean certain things. He'll even ask for other dogs. Like he'll ask for the water bowl to be cleaned or whatever. Right. And then stand there and then Molly comes up and drinks. And well, he knows you'll listen to him. So he's right. willing to just keep going. I love it. So it, this is, what are some things that parents, pet parents can be more aware of? Like, do you have tips for pet parents? Oh, definitely. They can, yes. I have tips on my website. You can sign oh, up awesome. for it. But so you, it flows easily. So some people might like look at you or look at me and say, well, she gets it like that. I'm not getting anything. So right. my first tip is don't compare. And so like you hear a voice or, or is it an, it's like an, a voice or a knowing. And no. I get, yeah. It's, a, it's for you. It's a knowing some people only get an image, a picture, you know, you can get a picture, you can smell. I don't get to smell as much as the other things, but I can hear a voice. I can get a knowing, I can see a picture and I get a feeling in my body. Like I, if I'm doing a body scan, I'll say, Oh gosh, it's my left hip or my throat is closing up or something. Hmm. So the first thing is to clear your own mind and I'm not comparing, I'm just receiving. And whether someone does it through prayer or meditation, or they just like, I like hiking in the trails every morning, whatever somebody does to get sort of centered and clear, that's the first step. Then you want to check in with the dog and like your own dog is very chatty with you because you have that relationship. If you're, you or a person is meeting a dog for the first time or doing it with a picture you want to go look at the picture with the intent that I believe I, you can trust me, tell me that. And it helps with the dog's person because I have had the experience with a couple that I looked at the dog mom and I looked at the dog and the inter in information flowed. Then I was like, okay, I need to talk to the dog, dad and find out what the dog wants the dad to know. Well, the dad was looking at me 
with this very blank skeptical face, like, okay, fine. You got lucky with what you told my wife. Right. And I'm, and I like froze. It was in a public situation at a special event where I was working. And I, I thought, oh my gosh, I, I can't get anything. So I'm like, okay. So I, I calmed down in the split second, you know, looked at the dog, looked at the woman, looked at the dog information came. So I thought, okay, tell me about your dad, your dog dad. And then I got things from the dog and I just focus so much on that dog and I write it down. Another tip, write it down. So you don't edit and you write the crazy things. Banana. The other day I, ha- I said, okay, the, f- we're, the thing your dog wants you to know is be careful of umbrellas. This is a woman who lived in an area in Colorado where there's not a lot of rain. And I'm like, umbrella. I go, okay. And I was hesitant. I mean, I, I've done thousands of these now and I'm like still hesitant. But I thought, no. So I said, umbrella. If there's something about an umbrella, your dog wants you to be really careful with an umbrella. It's folded up. It's by the door. And I, I'm like, okay. And then I go back to the dog. So then another tip, you go back. If something doesn't make sense or you only got two items and you know Angela gets so much, you go back and you say, okay, can you tell me more about the umbrella? So can you tell me more? So this dog is saying, be careful with it it's, You know, when it's windy. So... The woman goes, oh, that's funny. I go, okay. And I'm a little like, and I always tell people, just think about it if it doesn't make sense. Anyway, turns out on the other side of that door where I, I couldn't see, it was a Zoom call. There was an umbrella that has toppled over, a patio umbrella. And it was very windy. And we had been talking about her older dog going on the deck. And so this other younger dog was wanting her to move the umbrella so this senior dog would not get injured by a flying umbrella. So that's the last, don't make sense of it. When you said the thing about the scared dogs going poo in, in what I immediately got from somewhere is a dog chiming in. Don't assume it's not always that we're scared. Some of us are relaxed and our people who are busy scurrying to get us to a shampoo. Take us out. Exactly. So we cannot that's a gift. Thank you. We cannot assume that all dogs do something for the same reason. No. And so some dog, if you're out there listening and you take your dog to the groomer, please, out of courtesy to your dog and the groomer, let them go potty before you go. And, and not only let them go potty, but do it like you do every day, not two minutes before you're already yeah. late to the appointment and you're going, go out front, out front in the out little space where you, you never think. go. <laughs> no, some dogs are very private and no, yes. Make time because actually in, in my sessions, it comes up a lot about groomers and dogs are, they ha- have a lot to say. What do they say? Well, some of them have their favorites because they like, I mean, it's like when you get your hair cut or done, it's like, well, she gives a longer head scalp massage or, you know, I like the smell of the shampoo. Some dogs are sensitive to shampoos. Mm -hmm. They don't like, they have certain smells. They don't like being rushed. They like the fluffy towels. I mean, if they're like people in that way, this just gets the skeptics crazy. Dogs are not like people, but actually they do have preferences about their uh, You can say whatever you want. I, yes. I watched the dogs that love going and love the, I mean, of course, it's always a poodle who's like this. Yes. And everybody's Some like, of them- oh my gosh, so good. He's so beautiful. And he's just like taking it all. I mean, half, half the dogs jump up on the table. You know, yes, they the love groom. that. They love it. There was one dog that did not like the groomer. And that's another thing is don't badmouth your groomer. There are some dogs that 
and I talked to one and they said, well, she always, you know, this thing with the groomer. I go, you know what? She didn't want to go to the groomer. She was an outside dog. You found her feral and she'll stand there with the hose. She just do it and do it really lovingly with the hose. They go, oh, I hadn't thought of that. No what about a bad issue. groomer? Yes. How about that's not nice? Exactly. So respect your dog. If you want your dog to, to talk, I mean, some people are not meant to be groomers. There's a lot of good ones and a lot of dogs love it. But There's a lot of bad ones. I'm if you, you, yes, if you, I've heard from the dogs, if, if you want your dog to have a good experience at a groomer and you want your dog to talk to you, tip, respect what they say. If they don't like a groomer, find out. Maybe the woman was rushed or maybe the guy, it, he, he didn't finish because the groom, you know, whatever. They change shampoo. Sometimes they run out of shampoo. The certain ones, they change brands and your dog is the highly sensitive dog. So, so what, I don't mean to like go totally off topic, but mm -hmm. I bought my grooming and boarding shop. Um, okay. I'm, I have... I'm in medical cannabis. I'm a medical cannabis expert for pets. So I have yes. a line of tinctures, but before I could release them because of the farm bill, I got bored. And so okay. I bought a grooming and boarding shop that was literally a mile down my shop, down the road from my house from, and okay. I have a rescue farm. Mm -hmm. So that place was frightening. The mm -hmm. shampoos would eat the skin off eat my skin off my arms. And I'm going, oh my gosh, this everything mold, everything terrible, mm -hmm. groomers, employees. But there's a lot of people who become groomers because uh, they can't get jobs a lot of times because right. they were um, felons. Oh gosh. And they can get 1099 and become a mobile groomer or 1099 and get a job at a groom shop. Cause I could, and that's one of the training classes. So be sure to look at who your groomers are. Who are the people that you're leaving your dogs with and pay attention. Absolutely. If they're not happy and excited to see you with their new haircut, something's wrong. Definitely. And the other thing is don't leave them. Oh, I, I, I can go get my dog in a couple hours. I've got free time. I'm going to go do two more errands. Some dogs that's miserable. And then you think they don't like the grooming experience, but it's right them there too right. long. And a but, place that's barking and, you know, the yes. dogs are, well, I know it drives me crazy. We'll see like really old little dogs and we're like, why is he still here? And we've called yes. him. Right. They've gone shopping all day. We have they, to take they, a break. We're going to come right back. I'm having so much fun talking to you. We'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Yeah, 
Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Vampire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback. Cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being, bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Empire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Empire. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back, and we're here with Liz Murdoch, who is an animal communicator. And um, I know we don't have much time left, so I want to make sure that this is... I know so many people who can benefit from this, um, because it is. I think it's an aha. I think it's going to... I think there's people that really do struggle with, you know, how do you know? How is it so easy? You know, I tell people I have nine dogs. They're like, what? Um, and it's kind of like when I worked with kids, bad behavior is just not tolerated at my house. You right. know, you got to follow the rules and the, and it's so funny because when you have nine, they follow the pack, you know, That's right. my, um, my alpha dog is my little nine pound schnauzer, but he's 13 now. So second in charge is my Doberman and gosh, it's amazing how we communicated telepathically without me even knowing that was happening. She picked up on, as a puppy, I didn't train her these things. She picked up on everything I don't like. She does not tolerate anybody letting it happen. Mm -hmm. Like to the point where it's bad, where I have to go, no, I'm in charge. You know, it's nuts. Yeah. Bark too much, two of my ducks fighting, whatever it is that she learned that I didn't like that brought me and made me run out and stop it or yell or whatever. That's what she thinks her job is now. So you can't deny it. They are, Mm. you know, they're so connected to us and I can't imagine not being able to communicate with my dogs. So, you know, tell people, how do they get in touch with you? Um, you know, what is the importance of it? You know, especially if there's like, can they say to you, (laughs) God, this would be awesome. Can they say to you what you're feeding me is crap. Please feed me fresh. Oh yeah. They say it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So people can go to everything that anyone needs to know is on my website, www.talkingwiththedogs, or I have Liz Murdoch forwarded there, but talking with the dogs, you can book a session with me and we can do a zoom and I can talk to your dog. I'm starting to teach online classes. And so look there for information. Some of them are like free. how to so classes on how to communicate with your dog or what they're trying yes. to say 
type of thing. Cool. Yes. Tuning in. Um, act, I, active listening is a big part of what I do. I started teaching that to kids and teachers yes. and I'm trained in that. So it's really about listening. We say talking, but it's about listening. Yep. So go to my website. And Instagram is, is there. You can find my talking with the dog site. A lot of people go there to check it out. What they do is they like, stalk me. You listen to a podcast, you go to YouTube, watch, then you go to Instagram and yep. then you see, gosh, all these people are following. All these people are commenting. Okay. And Must then be. I'll get a message or something. So, so it's like, it's like, it's like cannabis medicine, you know, sort of, kind of yeah. We are, you know, now, now it's legal, but I mean, I hopefully one day talking with your dog will be socially acceptable. I think we have a lot, a lot of closet dog talkers. And so now I'm working to make that, you know, legal and socially acceptable to talk about it, that my dog told me that's why I knew to change the food because they have a lot to say about food. Good, because that's one of the biggest issues. And, um, you know, their immune system lives in their gut and, and then we're just feeding them this crap. So it's very, um, very important for them. So I love that they're saying that. I would love, I would love to see how um, CBD works with, you know, communicating with them because I would feel like it's just like a nervous dog who's not going to get adopted because, he refuses to communicate or so nervous or so filled with anxiety that you would never know if this is a great dog because it's scared to death where we've already tried, we've already gone to rescues and done that. And they're like, Oh my God, the dog's a new dog. Yeah. You know, can we give it to everybody? And I'm like, absolutely we can. Um, this is a scary place or a new dog being rescued and brought home and right. you know, how long it takes for them to adjust and for them to be able to have this all natural thing that causes no harm and just feeds their system is amazing thing. I'm sure, you know, I'd love to send you some and see how it works to see if it does kind of open up to a dog that maybe won't. That, yeah, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I will do an experiment together. Yeah. We'll find out that sounds good. Yeah. Cause it can, I mean, as you know, the CBD and the animal communication can help with behavior issues. I tell people whether it's behavior or health or knowing what to do for the final stages of life and how to support an animal. And those are, those are my three areas. Sometimes I do the lost dogs um, when it seems it resonates with me, but yeah, a lot of people have found great relief with the CBD and the right dosage and working with someone like you to find out you know, which my dog, which dog should I give it to or how much or what's the right? So I, I do tell people it's important to find somebody who can help them figure it out. What do you hear? What do dogs tell you the most? They're a lot happier than their people realize. They, they, they're, they love saying their favorite things. And I'm amazed because I'll get a picture and I'll get descriptive and I'll tell their people and they'll go, really? And, I, and, and I'm giving them such specifics that they know it's from their dog because I've never been to their house. Yeah, the, the dogs are pretty happy with their people and they like the quirky things. They like the old blankets. They like the, uh, these dogs like bathroom time when women are in the bathroom getting ready for some reason, it comes up more than a few times. They love seeing these women, it's usually women, getting ready and the pampering and the care and the sound of the shower. I mean, they'll go into detail and the woman's always like, oh my gosh, he lays outside my shower door. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, so the detail of things that, that we do that are just us being ourselves that the dogs are aware of. That or their is, television, or their yeah, cable. 
<laughs> no, well, television is really about the t- the connection, the time together. This you know, the sitting close or up here or wherever. Mm-hmm. How yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. But where they're entertainment, at least they're live entertainment. Oh, them- we're there. Yes, we yeah. are their entertainment. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> yes. yes, you're right. You're right. Definitely. That's what comes up a lot that surprises people. They're like, oh, I didn't know. Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just yeah. like kids. It doesn't matter what you do with them. As long as you're spending time with them, they're just so happy to be doing something with you. Yeah. And being open. So I, I would say, you know, people who are listening, okay, well, you two, obviously, you know, if there's anyone who's who you two, obviously, you know how to talk to dogs. I just don't get anything. My response to that is, have you ever had a gut feeling about something, whether it was, you knew a check was coming today or something, every single person says yes. So my point is what if you could access that gut feeling or knowing more frequently, that's what I'm talking about. And then people go, Oh, okay. So I, I hope if I can leave people with anything, I it's love like that. tuning into your gut feeling about whatever it is. I love it because I'm constantly tell, ask people, I go, what does your gut tell you to do? And then yeah. they, cause someone did this to me mm-hmm. and they tell me and I go, that's exactly what you, you should do. But my vet says, but you know, your dog better than your vet does. And you know well, what your dog needs. Yeah. I mean, especially if you didn't tell your vet, you know, E, F, and G on your right. list of what was going on, exactly. they can only diagnose from the two things you do tell them. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I think we're out of time and, um, we are, I, that was a lot of fun. I feel like we need to mm-hmm. do it again. I'm going to send you some CBD and then we'll like touch base and see if you have any stories of how it worked. I, I will. I will. For or maybe sure. we give it, we do like a, uh, the human gets a bottle and the dog gets the bottle. Oh, gosh. Well, actually, actually, the more I have done this, I am so highly sensitive to things like one drink, you know, sometimes it's like half a drink and it's like, I can't because I'm so easily affected. So I don't know how what I could do on CBD. It might get a bit like fuzzy, but we'll see. I, I used to be that way. I am okay. no longer, I take it in every form possible, but yeah, I used to okay. be that way about it. I am still about everything else, but it, but all right, well, we can talk more about that, but thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk with you about the dogs talking. Thank you. It was awesome having you take care. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.